I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad, a very special episode as we are joined by Orla Cleary, sorry Orla, Orla Cleary, uh, brand manager at Red Bull. Welcome to the podcast, Orla. Hi guys, thanks so much for having me. Very excited. Nice to have you. Absolute pleasure, pleasure. And as always, the wind beneath my wing, my one, my only, my one true, <laughs> Shane W. Brennan. Uh, hello Shane, how are you? I'm fabulous. I'm fabulous. This is a new thing you're doing where I'm getting introduced second. I appreciate I I prefer it because I don't even think we need to introduce each other anymore, Aaron, because we've not done a single one without both of us. So, Well, obviously, each week um, we're getting thousands of new listeners. So I'm just bringing those listeners just in case on on the journey on the journey with us. Uh, Orla, it's great to have you on on the podcast. I think um, if I was listening to this podcast and I heard that they had someone from Red Bull uh, and just having a quick look at, at, at your, your 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 career to date. You've worked in, in Paddy Power Betfair for a number of years. Sounds like you kind of like brands that are having a bit of crack in some shape or form, whether it's extreme <laughs> or taking the mick. Uh, is, that a, is that a conscious decision to work for those kind of brands? I think so, yeah. Although my boyfriend's always like, for a very uncool person, you pick very cool brands to work for, don't you? I'm like, all right. <laughs> How harsh. Yeah, what a backhanded right. compliment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I think it is kind of conscious. I think, um, I mean, I suppose hand in hand with those brands are like they do a lot and they want to do a lot and they want to push the limits and that's kind of more I suppose what appeals to me um, and it is nice to be kind of with brands as you say that maybe have a bit of crack and kind of can read the room a bit I think that's mm-hmm. um, something that really appeals to me so yeah a conscious decision I think the, the, the coolest thing I think um, and not a lot of people know about this Red Bull race they do and I'm dying to do it because it just looks like torches the Red Bull 400 oh yeah the ski slopes so I've I found that a couple of years back pre-COVID and was like oh, I want to do I want to do that and uh, anyone I no one I know knows about what the hell it is and I'm like if you heard it do you want to come to Austria with me and we're yeah. going to do this thing <laughs> and then I show them the video and they're for anyone anyone listening or look at Google at Red Bull yeah. 400 essentially you're running up ski slopes during the summer and uh, it's look just looks like torture it looks like a great time it's, <laughs> it's insane. my favorite thing like, yeah yeah we did we were. We did an obstacle course race last year, Conquer the Castle, which is still pretty intense. But we were like, yeah. I don't think we could do Red Bull 400 here. I don't know if we'd get the side ups. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but I think you would for the first time. And then people would see the video. No one had time for yeah. the second one. <laughs> <laughs> and is it is it all and, and uh, is, is it all all these kind of mad things? There's obviously Red Bull have uh, are synonymous with, with with sponsorships of kind of more more the extreme style and, and high octane sports. Um but at the end of the day, you also still have to sell product uh, and variations of product. I, I've noticed over the last couple of months, there's so many variations of Red Bull uh, in, in convenience stores now. So I, I, I'm assuming it's not all just, just go, go, go adrenaline type of activations. You, you have to do do to do and actually sell at the same time. Totally delighted you've noticed our additions. It means uh, <laughs> I'm doing my job. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. I think that's something that's really appealing to me about the brand as well is the breadth of it and everything we do. Like we have a, a sports event that we haven't announced yet, but also we, you know, the big drive is cans and hands for the end of the year. And that's what my job comes down to. So especially the cartoon advertising that I'm in charge of, that really drives that brand uh, awareness and resonance for the cans and hands. So I think the breadth of the brand and everything I do within my role is what makes it really interesting, to be honest. And um, because, yes, we support the kind of Red Bull Conquer the Cattle and the high octane stuff. And um, obviously we've all benefited from Red Bull Racing. But um, then it's kind of exactly how you said we are an FMCG product and it's how you get cans and hands and how you win uh, against competition, to be honest. So I think 
the, the two sides of it is what really makes my job interesting and uh, it feels like you're laddering up to something at all times which I find appealing yeah cool that, that is possibly not is 100% the best name for a KPI I've ever heard hands and hands, in my yeah. career oh <laughs> no now I'm scared I should have said that <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing Cans in hand. I want, I'm going to use that for for stuff that isn't related yeah. to cans. As a yeah, KPI. Yeah, just yeah. as a sales target, cans in hand. That, that's a, that's a, do you actually use that in a meeting? Are you allowed to even say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, we move swiftly on. Uh, or is what kind of ads then do you find yourself naturally gravitating towards? Then just in in the general advertising marketing uh, sphere. Yeah, so obviously I was thinking about this um, in advance, but it, it's kind of nice to reset and think about these things as well, isn't it? Because you're caught in the day to day and then you're like, oh, why do I do this? Um, so, <laughs> we didn't mean to cause an existential crisis yeah. in your career. <laughs> no, 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 good echo, good echo. Um, I think for me, it's like I was thinking about this and I think it's ads that are persuasive, right? But like that can mean very different things. So if you're trying to do a huge big brand campaign that's emotionally led and you're trying to either launch a brand or it's fully brand awareness led that's going to be persuasive in some shape or form it's probably going to be about the storyline you're going to be persuading people to kind of think of your brand and remember the ad or it could be a lot more functional in that you're actually trying to there's a very clear call to action to buy tickets or buy can um it's all of them are persuasive so i think that's kind of what it comes down to for me is you always go in with like a key insight and a job to do and then obviously the sweet spot is when you get really lovely creative around that to deliver it. Um, so I think that's kind of where I sit with it in terms of what I like and what makes a good ad. And are they the kind of ads that we're, we're going to see today? I think so. Nice mix. <laughs> Wait and see in five minutes. <laughs> Well, I think uh, I think that's a perfect uh, perfect juncture to bring on our first ad. Then, so can you can it, can you give us a, a little taste of, of what we can expect to see uh, in your first ad? Yeah, of course. So uh, this ad is actually from this year. Uh, it's a UK ad, so it's for Let's Get Talking, which is for ITV for its um, for a charity around children's mental health and anxiety. Um, and it's part of a broader uh, campaign that was launched, I think, in twenty nineteen. They did a pause on Antidex Saturday night takeaway, like a live pause for people to talk to their family members. And there's been a couple different iterations of it. Um, but yeah, I was really excited to chat about this one because I think uh, it's very much, I suppose, an emotional ad, as I've said, but with a very clear functional message. And that's what I, I really like to talk about. So, yeah. Great. Let's have a look. Welcome back, everyone. Next to the chase. It's super. Hey. Fancy a cuppa? Sure. How was the dreaded school? It was all right. <laughs> what about that girl, Sophie? You spoken to her yet? No, but it's whatever. So it doesn't bother you? No, not really. Okay. Look, you know you can talk to me. Right. I'm here. 
actually dead. It's just that anytime I go over to her, she doesn't talk to me or she walks away. Actually, Yeah, very nice. Oh. Very nice. It's um, very well done. An interesting thing about that for me personally was since I, I had my son, um, whatever, 18, 19 months ago, we now to keep the volume of the TV down. So I watch everything with subtitles. So it took me a minute to realize what the hell was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, because I just naturally read uh, read the subtitles now. And uh, I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. But it was really well done. I thought it was, <clears throat> that was really nice. And really nice, you can see this kind of filmmaking or, or, or the commercial, the, the film aspect of commercials or, or kind of messaging has really moved on from that kind of 90s, early 90s kind of traditional visual bullying, as in everything is physical. I think the world has as well, to be honest with you, even though they had those problems back then. But being able to tell that story is so much more nuanced and the subtlety in it. And I think filmmaking has come on an awful lot way to be able to do that in 90 seconds. You know everything that's going on there. You feel you can feel it by the way that they're visually telling the story. And I think it was done like there's There's fucking what? There's like 10 lines in the whole thing. But like visually, it says so much, you know, and I think that's uh that's truth with an awful lot of that type of bullying or, or um, going on. It's you. My, my wife's a secondary school teacher, and she'd tell you that. You'll see the signs. They won't tell you anything, but you have to be looking out for the signs to be able to piece these things together. But I think that's done That's done so well. Yeah, it was really powerful. Totally, and that was actually one of the things I really liked. It was the timing of it. So if you watch it, when you hit one minute where the ad should really finish, that's when it breaks through and that obviously it was on purpose so like the cadence yeah. of it is it's where the conversation and the ad would normally break and mm. in theory you could probably put up the kind of end frame there and it might be enough but then it pushes forward and it has that awkward silence which like when you watch it watching silence on television isn't comfortable mm. um and it's that's what they're doing with the timing and the sound effects um and as you said it's just like it's not that like 30 seconds bang it out kind of Mm -hmm. start high low done it's like pushing through it and using it and you really genuinely feel what she's feeling and i mean that has to be a good ad right that you can in a minute and a half you feel like you feel yeah. what a 14 year old girl feels like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah gotcha sure. yeah. <laughs> something's working and and you also feel like i guess as a grown-up watching it you're like you're kind of like i i wish you talked to any you know talk to me you're like talk, like get her to talk to beg her and you're kind of like yeah it's uh no, it's really, it's it's really powerful. Yeah, really strong. It, it was very um, I, I, brave is the wrong word, but it is the right word at the same time of of the station not to do an ad like this because you know they have mm -hmm. they have, they have years of credibility in in this mental health space and and really supporting it. So you know, hats off to ITV and they really put the shoulder to the wheel uh, on it. But it was the it was the moment when he turned off the TV. He turned off ITV. Mm. to give the space for that conversation to happen i thought that was you know fair play to them because <laughs> yeah, you can imagine yeah, yeah. going okay we're, we're going to take your product out and actively tell them to stop consuming your product yeah. <laughs> for this thing so you know hats off there um and it was it was when they had that breakthrough where she says that thank you on the subtitles and you can just see the dam breaking and her mm. her just going for it, but she just needed that that safe space to be created to feel like she could do it. I, th I just thought it was really fair hats off for them for, for taking that step as, as a brand to do that. 
totally and again to what we were saying like it doesn't build up to this big moment it's like the same level of conversation it's just that pushing through and again mm. like similar as you said about turning off the tv there was something about her coming in and just watching do you remember when you used to come home from school and it was that awkward time at like half four and the tv wasn't great it was like yeah. the chaser well sorry now if you're a huge chase fan but you know it's like in between kind of <laughs> evening tv and you'd sit down you'd have like half an hour before you start your homework and it's that and you are like decompressing after school whether you found it stressful or not mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. such a simple way of setting that scene without the whole palaver of do you know of yeah. like us having to go on the journey with her it's just oh i just loved it and the sound effects again like it's very brave to kind of focus on her picking her fingers and stuff like it's almost mm. for another ad that could be wasted time but it just does the job so well to, of building the atmosphere um and again as i said it's, it's obviously an emotional ad but they really land that functional message of like pushing through and, and having that chat really well and to be honest it just got me like i was falling my eyes out so like i think that's always a good sign <laughs> yeah, definitely or what's what's super interesting as well from a an, once again just the non-verbal communication in it as as a teenage girl or any teenager she could have come in and just ran up to her room yeah. so like by the fact that she went in to sit with him she was signaling to a certain extent it was like i'm feeling something i don't know how to process I want to gauge off your reaction to me sitting here as to how I should. I want you to do something to make me angry so I can storm out. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You, okay. you, you, what, you, you know what I mean? That's what the teenager is looking for. It's looking for, I can't process what I'm feeling. Give me something to blame you for <laughs> so I can focus on that. And I just love how that's like she's really instigating the conversation or showing she wants to. And it's showing those parents. It's like these, as I said, those, those signs are there. Take your opportunity. Turn off your TV. Uh, you know what I mean? Tell them you're there from. I just think it's 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 a message, and it's also showing teenagers who see it. Um, I don't know if, if that's who they really were targeting with, as opposed to the parents. But um, that if you just go in and just like stay there, just just be in that moment. You know what I mean? You'll get a solution, or you'll get someone to to express those feelings out on. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's done very well. And I was thinking about the targeting as well. You were saying there, like, I think you immediately watch and think they're targeting the parents, but I actually do Mm -hmm. think they're targeting children as well. Because as you said, it's like that sweet spot of 10 minutes after school where the day can go either way, but also age-wise, and maybe this is just me having been a teenage girl, (laughs) but that kind of early teen isn't always represented very well. Like Mm -hmm. it's either like your full 16 brat or like a child. And it's that kind of cusp where you're still very much a child. You're probably looks about 13, 14, right? Mm -hmm. And you still go to your parents, but that sweet spot of having that relationship is almost gone where you're like yeah. over the edge of wanting to talk to them. Um, you, and I just think that was really nice to see that age represented as well. I think like she still looks too young to rebel exactly. in a sense that the yeah. world will accept her as an adult, even though she, you know what I mean? Like 16 year olds can go out to go to nightclubs and you know what I mean? That's what they'll get away with it. But she's still, yeah, she's in that kind of awkward two to three year gap where she's okay. still stuck in the house but is kind of moving away from wants to move away from being a child and uh yeah yeah no i, I think yeah that's interesting what i would like would like to have seen from a from a targeting point of view did did they change their communication or how they focused it to or as to where they put it was it only on television or what did they do on social to try and engage with that younger audience because obviously that younger audience exists on your tiktok and your be real and stuff like that as opposed to on any this is a crazy thing traditional social media no because i saw that i saw i saw that exact <laughs> thing on, tic- on tiktok the uh, the other day was uh, a woman um she uh 
what's it called? She duetted with a, a, a young lad who said, yeah, I hate the Facebook app. And she duetted was like, Facebook's an app to this generation. To me, it's a website <laughs> because it was a website when we started using it. So she was like, they don't know. You can go www.facebook.com. They think it's just an app. And I was like, oh, God, I'm old. <laughs> it's like I'm fucking old. Oh, but, I don't uh, even know if I have the Facebook app before I've ever had it. <laughs> I think it ended yeah. on desktop for me. This yeah, no, it's not a. It's, it's yeah. It's I was I was on it there for something to do with work, and I'm like, this is the most clunky thing. I don't know how this was the start of all of this. <laughs> you know? Well, shout out to Bebo. Shout out to Bebo. Uh, yeah. The the, yeah. the original, the OC, the OG, um, the, the OC. Great show. The OC. Great show. <laughs> Again, showing rage. Showing yeah. rage. Uh, I actually did see the. Um, I actually saw the Ant and Deck piece when they did it, the, that episode. Uh, shout out to, to Big Mo, mother-in-law, uh, big Ant and Deck fan. Uh, <laughs> and that was, I was in Tullamore at the time and uh, I saw it actually. Um, and I was, it, it, it literally grabbed the attention. It was like, oh, there's, com- there's no confetti being thrown here or someone making a wisecrack at something. It was like, oh, they're serious. And they're, they, like, they even went b- backstage. They changed the visual of of the piece where they're like, you know, where all the, the ropes and the sandbags and the, the few yeah. switches would be. And, and they didn't, it wasn't like, a am walking through the space to get to the next set. It was like, they stayed there. And it was, it was, it was quite somber again is, is the wrong word, but it was, it, you kind of took it serious. You're like, Oh, okay. They need to have a chat to us. Okay. Fair enough. So uh, again, fair play to, to ITV there. They put the shoulder behind the wheel. In terms yeah. of all their assets, they they really go for it, and they do that every year when they right. when they do these pieces. So I'm delighted that was that was chosen. Now, so thanks very much. Or that's a it's a really yeah, good it's a great one. Um, great one to kick off with. So, uh, how are you going to follow that? Bit of a gear change. Um, <laughs> looking at the Fig Rolls ad uh, from 2005, Aliens. If anyone remembers that. Yeah, this is going to be a. This is going to be a, once you see this. This is. I, uh, oh, I, wait, I just saw the, the thumbnail. I just saw the thumbnail. Yes, I do remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't remember the content. Yes, I fucking remember. So yeah, everyone just, just hold on to your hats here for this one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is, this is one down memory lane. We, we'll have a look and then come back. The aliens put the figs in the fig rolls. You see, they're aliens from planet Fig. And the spaceship takes the um, fig rolls back to the supermarket. But I'm, I'm not sure if they're bad or good. I think they're probably good because they make fig rolls. Packed with sun-drenched figs, it's no wonder every generation loves Jacob's fig rolls. Well, aliens do it because they have more arms and they can do it quicklier. Quicklier. Yes, I do remember <laughs> that ad. I do totally remember that ad. Um, lovely piece. Lovely piece. I love the animation on it. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, that's, uh, that first line the alien put the figs in the fig rolls that that literally is like oh fuck i forgot about this yeah. <laughs> that i was like oh this ad because i used to, i used to say that all the time and quicklier as well that used to be like the quote going around our house for the for the crack uh that was that i that that's been the most nostalgic i've ever felt actually from any ad that anyone has shown on this on this really? show in fairness. what a yeah, win that, that, that yeah was a, that is a whack. <laughs> whack there now yeah, for, like for me, I remember it, but like I'm even thinking, like, are fig rolls still around? Are they still a thing? They feel like a real like uh, 
Workman's Treat from the 1990s. If you and want the kinda, bug, you bring a packet of fig rolls. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. It's like, yeah, a cup of tea, a pack of fig rolls. They don't go off. They don't go stale. They last all day. Like, um, Yeah, no, it's, 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 it is a whack of nostalgia. It's a wh- it feels like one that'll be on like reeling in the years when they eventually get to 2005. I know they're taking their time. <laughs> but that's but why I you... picked it because I was thinking of, when you asked me this, I was like, or asked me to do this podcast. So I was like thinking about like those ads that you associate with when you were younger and like 2000 yeah. it's 2005 so i was prime like the oc at five to nine on gg Cahar, yeah. like proper sitting down every week to watch it and that's like what i associate with ads to begin with that's probably where i came to love them and that is bang out of that do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. you say walking around the house doing aliens could be a quick clear like it's just yeah. it's what an ad should essentially do and especially as mm-hmm. you said for something like a fig roll like a fig yeah. based biscuit you know yeah. um i just absolutely loved it and there's been a real i think wave of like nostalgia towards irish ads even on like twitter and stuff obviously mm-hmm. you see like ads irish and all that but like this was just stand out for me i was like it's just amazing like but it even it, it, it ties into their that brand platform they've had for for decades and i don't even think they mentioned it in this ad but it's the how how do they get the figs in the fig roll that that uh, age old question, you know, it almost as big a question as which came first, chicken or egg, kind of, kind of thing in in, in terms of uh, of what they they built upon, um, and it's it's a perfect way of doing explaining that ad without ever even touching on it at the at the same time. Mm. Um, yeah, they would have. That's the social campaign that brands would like kill for now when they were doing it fifty years ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like so simple. We were saying we were saying we were, we were recording another podcast there with um, <clears throat> another guest, and we were talking about nostalgic Irish ads, and we were chatting about it wouldn't it be great if like the Late Late Show or someone like that because I think the Late Late Show is fifty this year, wasn't it? Um, if they during that episode, if they'd only shown old ads, that's so cool, and just and like give the spots that way, and like you just because you would have sat through the ads then. So if every if no one was allowed double up spots, right? It was a special buy. You had to pick a brand had to pick its favorite oldest ad, and they've got to put it in. You wouldn't leave the couch. You know what I mean? You'd nearly be like, "Shut up, Ryan! I want to see that. I want to see what ads are coming." And I was like, "That'd be so much." It'd be like when Lego did um did their ad break takeover and they turned all the ads into Lego characters. It was like that'd be so much fun, and it cost them nothing. Creative wise, it's like just just do it. Just you have the stuff, you have the assets, run it. Um, I, I just I think that'd imagine, be so much fun. I can imagine the the producers in the creative agency are like the fucking rights. How are we going yeah. to <laughs> right? get in touch so with all these people? <laughs> okay, now we have to talk to their next of kin because they they would be one hundred and twenty now. If <laughs> so, they're literally imagine the headache. They're listening to these last two episodes, going, "Shit, yeah. shut the fuck up! Shut up!" If someone shut hears up. this and wants to do it, you're causing yeah. us so much fucking. Hassle. And we're not getting, and we're not getting any this. production. There's no production in this. I know exactly. it would need to be increased to sixteen by nine. You know what I mean? It would need to be upgraded to four K. That would cost them. The, post, the post houses will will be the one who will be happy with this. How, oh, how to make it decent? Uh, no, it would be that would be class. Um, yeah. That really would. But even you, on, on this particular ad, Shane, you mentioned about the animation, so. This is yeah. the give up your old sins yeah. uh, animation, um, which mm. is is well known. So that's even for the adults at this time when this was going out. That's a, it's a well known style and visual, and you know taking taking the kids' honest answers and animating. Do you know? So I think it works on so many other levels than just it being a nice nice piece as well. Brown so bag really, films, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I had the like, exact same. I remember my dad was obsessed with it at the time, and I think we had the CD in the car of Give Up Your Else Sins. 
So it all just kind of that time that like it's just yeah. in my head. Like, and that, I mean, it's just amazing. Do you think it was that, as Aaron said, they had that question, how do you get the figure to the figures? Do you think they went, the creative agency were like, let's answer it and let's get a kid to answer it. You know what I mean? And they just went off and tried to record a few people answer, like what was the most interesting answer they got? And they were like, okay, this one was good. Let's do it. Let's record this. Yeah, and I, I, I did a full day recording of kids. Uh, yeah. just, just the audio of their of their responses. I'd say there was a load going, what's a fig roll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Granny's, uh, Granny's Biscuit. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but even oh, on that, right, like as in, I'm sure I've seen other fig roll ads, right? And they're much more classic, like advertising to the mum probably back in 2005 to try mm. buy fig rolls. Whereas this is fun. It's targeting the kids and the mum. It's creating excitement around a product that's been around for a long time. So, like, yes, it's beautifully made and it's really like nostalgic, but it also probably had a real big shift from I think they'd had the kind of Jim Figgerty campaign for a good few years before that. So they needed to do something new. But as you say, instead of rehashing it, they probably said, let's answer it and make it actually yeah. interesting to kids. Just think yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. created a social movement or audio cue. And it's like people are saying this, as Aaron said, in their houses. Totally. So it's like, let's get them saying what what actually put it in. Let's get their opinion on it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, that's the best thing you can get from an audience is get them to answer the question you posit. <laughs> like, uh, and they yeah. also use um, another famous voice for the actual voiceover who would have been massive at the time. Um, the fella who's in Bachelor's Walk, he's in Veronica Guerin. Uh, I'm going to actually find his name. Oh, I didn't know but he, he did he that. He was very very big um uh, at, at that time so again you're who's he playing really, veronica Guerin? i think he, he's the detective um no, i nearly want to listen get to it now. Now. Yeah. i hope you're not googling imdb fig roll ad <laughs> i don't think that's going to pose the result yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it there's, there's a lot of detectives in that film man <laughs> don, <laughs> uh, don white Witcherly, Don Witcherly, 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 Don Witcherly. You'll know as soon as you see him. You'll oh. you'll know him a hundred percent. Oh yeah, I didn't know that was him. Yeah, so uh, that's that's a weird thing. So Shane has this this unique skill, where he's a, a super <laughs> recognizer. So he will recognize yeah. people's face, and yeah. like if he sees him for a split second, I know this sounds like I'm taking the piss, but it, it's it's actually kind of creepy. Yeah. He'd be able to go, oh, this person was an extra in that film ten years ago. I was like, whoa, that's yeah. that's a bit weird. Uh, I have a, a toned down version of it, but when it comes to voices, being able to figure out yeah, who a voiceover it. is in a in in an ad, so together combined, guys, we, we I bring possess the audio this skill. The I possess really? this skill also, but mine is more niche to like. I would say 90s, 2000s rom-coms is where my, where my talent lies specifically. So if you need any help with that anytime. And what's your favourite rom-com? I'd be like, yeah, pardon? What's your favourite rom-com? Definitely Maybe, probably, or Sweet Home Alabama. Just chatted at the top of my head there. How to, how to, <laughs> how to lose a guy in 10 days doesn't even it's make the there, top it's two. It's up there, I would say. Aaron's a big failure to launch, Get man. Aaron's oh. a big no, 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 no. I'm a ten, how to lose a guy ah, in 10 days. On, That's... Yeah. That's uh How would you feel about Sweet Home Alabama? Is that the one where your man makes Reese. glass from the lightning? Yes, it's like a Yeah, my sister like loved a, that one. Yeah, it's a poor man's the notebook, but it's fabulous. Oh, yeah. so I like that actor, your man who's the main love interest, who never yeah. really got big enough. No, he, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he never he's he's a villain in a load of films, but he's never it was like a real out of character um casting for him, but it just didn't didn't launch him. 
It was Whereas imagine. Reese Witherspoon's having a good old yeah. time. Oh, stop, yeah, Jesus. Production <laughs> companies <laughs> and films. Yeah, well, but, she's uh, selling her production She sold company. it, yeah. What, she get probably For 600 million, million or something? Yeah, like there yeah. it is, yeah. Fair play to her. She doesn't need to be doing any more Apple TV series now after, yeah. <laughs> no, no, after that. Now, but that is see, probably the that's the biggest segue we've ever done in this, in this show. Gone from talking about figurals. Hold on. Dreams. I'm about to keep it going. I'm about to keep it going. I was like, did you, ever, did you see her daughter is just her clone? Yeah, and, there's, and her son is Ryan Felipe's clone as well. There's something going on there. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just their clone. It's like when you see um, their, uh, what is it? Brad Pitt's daughter with Angelina Jolie and Shiloh it's literally Pitt, yeah. yeah and you literally just mix the both faces and I'm like these I these these kids that. are so too cool. are too perfectly like <laughs> the parents I was like there's some it's like one of those what, apps what, that you just mix the faces what is together. it called <laughs> what is that gene crisping isn't that what they do with the genetically modified I was like that's what's happening I'm making big <laughs> accusations on the podcast today <laughs> Ooh, hot takes uh, left hot right, takes, left, right, right and, and center, center. Final yeah. side note on Reese, you know, she puts her shows into production and then chooses the book as her book club book as like basically Genius. testing. So if it's like Genius. she's already making it, but she's putting it in front of people and then if it flops, she can pull it or she's basically set the scene for the full uh, campaign. Well, well, she gets the rights before yeah. it gets crazy. Then, I assume that's yeah. why the 800 million, the amount of rights she'd bought, she'd bought. bought I would have thought um, so, yeah. It's what Oprah should have been doing when she was the book club. And that's what Reese is essentially doing. She's making the show. Did you watch Little Fires Every- anywhere? Yeah, and I read the book. Everywhere. Yeah, my wife read the book. I tried to watch the show. I couldn't. I, I, I loved it. both. Really? They're very different, aren't they? Very different. Very different. Hugh, this is a huge segue. I'm loving it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <Just having a chat. laughs> this turned into I Love Reese Witherspoon yeah. uh, podcast. <laughs> Okay, Orla, that uh, that is a blast from the past. Uh, so what can we expect? We're on our final ad already. What can we expect? Final ad, another Irish ad. Um, so it is the Daniel O'Donnell ad for Gas Networks Ireland, which I'm sure, sure we all know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to chat about this one. We all know and love. So uh, let's, have, let's have a quick look. Oh, he's here. Oh, <laughs> Daniel O'Donnell. Hello, Mary. Isn't this lovely? It's just a few things I picked up along the way. You just like your cushions. <laughs> Sorry, it's a bit cold in here. Gas boiler's acting up. Sure, I could take a wee look at that for you. I'd like you to leave. Never use an unregistered gas installer, even if it's Daniel. Find a registered gas installer at rgii.ie. First off, do we know the creative agency behind this? Because I'll have to find out anyway. It's Rothko. It's Rothko. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's bri- it's uh, it's it's brilliant. I do. I do. It's such a funny ad. It always reminds me. My um half my fam- family is from up um up in Mayo, and it always reminds me when I was like eighteen, going around Belmullet, and I'd see like Mike Denver like um bands outside the local hotel and I was like and everyone would be going and I was like what is this what is this that I've not what is this world up here <laughs> and this just reminds me of what I imagine if Mike Denver would walked into someone's house it would have been the same thing but obviously Daniel is Daniel he's a bit different but it just reminds me of that kind of um unseen uh fanaticism that kind of exists around this kind of area of uh, Irish uh, musicians that uh, I was kind of was revealed to me. Aaron's Googling something that's going to be good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, great ad. Fucking hilarious. I think it's a fabulous ad. That makes sense that it's Rothko because it's so good. 
but uh, yeah, yeah that, love that's, it. Uh, I, just uh, looking at some of the credits for for who who made it, and the music is by Daniel O'Donnell. Yeah, I saw I that too when I looked absolutely it up. love that double paycheck. That is, double paycheck, smart man. That is that's very <laughs> smart. God bless him. Um, I I absolutely love this ad. I think uh, it's genuinely one of the funniest ads when this came out. I'd seen in a long time because it. It won't. It suddenly takes the mick out of what actually happens when he yeah. visits people's houses. If you anyone watched the B and B road tour yeah. show that he has with Magella, you'll see them crying, even more hysterics. Uh, I love, I love branded merch. So all her stuff in the house, I'm like, yeah, I kind of want that for the crack now. The portrait. I was all real memorabilia. It was really? all real. Yeah. So I read about it. And my friend works in worked in Rothko at the time. So that's all people actually brought it. And then someone went home with the blind. Oh, for keeps. Amazing. How good is that? Like That's amazing. That would be the funnest project to work on, just buying Daniel O'Donnell. Amazing. Tat online. That would be, oh, I'm, I'm jealous. I hope I'm it's jealous all. Of it's that definitely role. some, but I hope it's all. And the fact that someone took the blind home is just fantastic. Yeah. The bl- the blind is is one of my favorite parts of the ad. Not just because it's hilarious as a blind as a product that someone would have in their home, but I always remember it standing out that when the she pulled the blind, that blind the copy. The, the copy is is arced around it, and I just yeah. that blew my mind. Such so something as simple as that that stood out all the time to me. Uh, and, not and, only like, is it arced around it, but it's in a font that you would expect to have on I that just blind. Love it. <laughs> It's yeah, so the font is ideal. Like that, the yeah. um, the Gas Networks Ireland did not impose their font upon it. They were like, no, 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 <laughs> we can have a we can have a font that works from a source point of view. Um, I just think it's great. Yeah, it's it reminds me of the is it wasn't McLovin Oh McLovin um, Father Ted isn't that the character yeah, the young yeah. the young singer yeah. with the Gansies and uh, it's Take just that it's just bringing and which is interesting because she's obviously the nun. Yeah. In the Lent episode, um, what's the name of that nun? Does anyone I think remember? it's uh, Assumpta. Assumpta, yeah, Assumpta. Okay. yeah, Sister Assumpta. Assumpta. Sister Assumpta. Please don't but, tell me, Father. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. It's just, it's just that, it's just so fucking funny. It's just something you're not expecting to see, and which is what's genius about it. And I just love when a brand is willing to be funny. I adore it, and because they take such a risk that no one's going to laugh, and when they land it, it's just brilliant, and it'll always be funny. I think it's great. <laughs> But it's also been funny for a very serious message. Yeah. Like that's an extremely serious don't let someone fuck around with your gas. Like that that could yeah. that could cause death. <laughs> you know, yeah. but they yeah. but they couch it in a in a funny message and it doesn't take away from the seriousness of it. It kinda actually highlights highlights it the fact that she's so obsessed. Get the fuck out of my house if you're gonna <laughs> do you think, gonna be that loose. Do you think that comes from boiling. the fact from research they were probably like, Look, we can we can we can tell these people not to do this till we're blue in the face. But like we need to cut through here in something like we've been running these ads for fucking yeah. a decade now and no it's if anything it's increasing the amount of cowboys at gas. It's like what can we do that's different? And I think juxtaposing that kind of serious message with her reaction to even letting Daniel do it, um, I I just think it was it was it was the right obviously it's the right decision because you think about it now. Yeah. But um, I, uh, I I assume that's where it came from is that they yeah. they had a need and doing something different worked because you could have your 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 sensible, you know, don't do this because it's not safe. But like no one's gonna, everyone's just gonna ignore it. You know, totally. And if you think about targeting again, like 
if you think about like whatever an attitudinal target like we all found it was gas but like mm. my granny loves daniel o'donnell probably actually listened to the message of yeah get a registered gas installer and us say we probably would have said it to her like see that ad granny it's so funny like mm. it just works on so many levels like yeah. i just think it's great and like i was Did trying she... to think about like why i like it i was like it's just gas like it's, great. it's, it's gas so yeah funny. No that's it. That's why it works. <laughs> she's watching that ad going, oh, this this is a serious message. It's kind of funny. And also, where can I get that blind? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They <laughs> should have. Exactly. That would have been if they'd have, if they'd have, to get people onto their website. They should have set up a Daniel like blind store on Gas Networks Ireland, and you could have bought it. That would have been just a merch ju- store. Just like just to, those plates. Just to close that loop, close that loop. You know what I mean. And then but when I people think... ordered something, they would have got the don't let. So yeah, you know what I mean. Like a like a almost like a sign up list. Uh, Aaron would have signed up for that blind. Yeah, he would have. I would have. Just the use of Easter bought. eggs in general, like it's just so yeah. fun and interesting. Like it's just and they, the way they committed to it with the fonts, the blind, yeah, the fact that it was real memorabilia. Like it's just it's amazing. Like just... I remember when I was in Paddy Power, I worked on the Roger Gates ad, and we had loads of Easter eggs in that. And like it's just so exciting planning them and like yeah. the obvious ones the deeper ones like they, i'd say they just had a great time making it it's, it's the disneyland level of art direction you're like yeah. putting something there because it should be there and not whether or not it's going to be shown you're exactly. like this mightn't even be in shot i was like yeah but it might be it needs yeah. to be here for this character to exist this needs to be like you, it's nearly one of those things you only see the living room it's like we might just dress the kitchen just to make sure it's right, even though it's not in shot. Um, I just think, I, I, the, sorry, just on the set direction and the art direction, for me, it's just so perfect. You do not question where you are in the world, whose house you're in, are they in the right place, are they not in the right place. The fire guard, I haven't seen a fire guard that's yeah. a picture in so long. And the fact that that is also a Daniel O'Donnell face is just amazing. It's yeah. just great. It's just perfect. And like Location Scout did a great job as well as to where they found the house. It's just fab. I just Yeah, like the frosted glass. I love that in from yeah. the hall. Like it's amazing. It's, it's just perfect. It's just so it's just so spot on. It's just perfect. It's just absolutely perfect. It's great. And like um, in terms of brand awareness, I'm sure it did a great job for them because like I wouldn't have ever registered a gas networks ad before that you know and like if you yeah. think about it in its most simplest form like it did the job yeah, yeah that's the test of time and like i think it's it's also important not to underestimate making something i think we don't use the word viral but making something that is shareable totally. making something that someone is willing to go through the effort not only not ignore but also send into a family WhatsApp group or share on Facebook being like, this is, this is funny. Like that's, there's an importance that kind of, I think sometimes gets overlooked in making something that, yeah, people don't just want to watch. They want to actually talk about. And I think this is that, that to a T, especially in 2016, this hit that on the, on the nail. You could just see it getting sent. You'd love to get it. I know we can never get those, um, those stats, but you'd love to see how many times it was sent in WhatsApp groups. Like, has has, has all those ingredients. Um, I'm surprised it hasn't been shown before. Uh, yeah. But I'm 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 delighted it's been shown today because that's uh, that's, <laughs> so that's, that's a really nice way to to round out an episode with it with an absolute cracker of an ad like brought that. us on a roller coaster there. Yeah, yeah all over death. emotion, but yeah, great. Yeah, Put no, us on tilt right out the gates, and then you know you kind of tease us around the place. So. Down, down memory lane, and, and then finish on finish on laugh. Always finish on laugh. Yeah. Always finish on, <laughs> finish on that. Paul Reisner. Paul, Paul Reisner, Reisner at the iCads. The iCads uh, yeah. Always finish, finish on, on laugh. laugh. <laughs> that was great. So uh, no fair play. Um, or that was uh, 
That's a great selection. Thank you very much for, for coming on the, the podcast. An absolute pleasure. Uh, for anyone who was listening and want to see those ads, you can go into workwithfoe.e forward slash podcast where you can uh, have, have an actual look at the ads. And uh, if you're listening on this any platform, like, subscribe, uh, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but until next week, goodbye. Thanks so much.